Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Condition of the Heart from Around the World in a Day, recorded on the 9th of October 1984 at Sunset Sound and released with the album on the 22nd of April 1985. It's just Prince on the track, uh, playing the piano, and um, I think there's a, a little bit of drums in there. Um, and then later on, there's a whole lot of double tracking and triple tracking and quadruple tracking. The track is 6 minutes 46, and joining me to talk about it is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hi. Um, now, I think usually I struggle for a genre, but this is so clearly a ballad. Um, you know, uh, just the kind of the construction of it, um, you know, the lyrics, the kind of it's a, you know, a, 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 it's one of those rare ones that's a, kind of a, a story song, um, you know, Prince telling this kind of uh, the story about this girl that, you know, was uh, sent a letter <laughs> and a dame from London as well. Um, and then there's a woman in the ghetto. Um there's always uh, more than one woman with Prince. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say this. This person is writing a number of letters to different people. No wonder he's got some kind of condition of his heart because, you know, maybe he's nervous about them all catching him. Um, but yeah, so I'd say it's you know it's a ballad that has like a story that's being told. Um, you know, I haven't been counting how many of these songs are story songs, um, but it's it's rare that you get Prince explicitly kind of telling a story kind of almost from beginning to end. Mm. Um, you know, though you don't really kind of find out what happens, um, you know, apart from uh, Prince, the very end drops into his talking voice and he says he's got a condition of the heart. Um, and that's kind of the only answer you get to what happened in the song. Uh, and unusually Prince returns to his falsetto in this song I guess that fits with the kind of the theme of the ballad uh, you know his his falsetto kind of works um, in the more romantic songs that he does um, and you know he, he kind of starts out ta- telling us about there was a girl in Paris and it's worth saying as well that these lines are kind of like very long run on sentences he doesn't really take uh, like a breath between them um, and it's it's kind of like I don't know it's just it's the delivery of it is just something that's a little bit different to the way Prince normally does stuff so the fact that he says in all in one go there was a girl in Paris whom he sent a letter to hoping she would answer back now wasn't that a fool and he breaks the line to go hardy notion of a part of a sometimes lonely musician and then of course acting out a whim is only good for a condition of the heart and I just I just love that break of foolhardy as well that's mm. just like it's one of those it's those kind of like little touches you know that kind of um that that make a song kind of like kind of stand out and the fact that he just breaks that there is always one of my favorite little kind of um deliveries that he does it's, it's almost like um it reads almost like like poetry you know it it doesn't it doesn't feel as much like a pop song the 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 weird line breaks and um it's it's just it's a it's a very strange song in 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 general it's there's something kind of um, sort of I don't want to say vague, but there, there's something there's something about <laughs> it where it feels like not totally it's it's a little formless in some ways in a, in a good way. I mean, it's, it's interesting because, you know, when he gets to the second verse and he says, you know, there was a dame from London who insisted that he love her. Mm. And then left him for a real prince from Arabia. <laughs> now, right, isn't right. that a shame? That's like the way he breaks up the kind of the words and delivers them. And also, this is one of the rare times where he says the word prince and he's not talking about himself in a song. Mm. Uh, you know, and and of course, where he says a shame that money sometimes buys you everything and nothing. And when he says everything and nothing, his kind of voice vibrates a little bit. Um, and he adds like a bit of a vibrato to it. And then he says yeah. again the, the odd phrasing where he goes love. 
it only seems buys a terminal condition of the heart. And, you know, the, the title of the song is kind of changed because obviously in the first one, it's, you know, acting out a whim is good for a condition of the heart. And then the second one, it's like love buys a terminal condition of the heart. Mm. And I think that's interesting as well. It's like there's no kind of real. I mean, there is a chorus which comes up next, um, but there's the, the, like the title of the song appears and it gets changed each time it, it reappears. Um, and that again, that's something different that Prince would usually than Prince would usually do. The song, I think, rewards closer listening. Uh, you know, the first couple times you hear it, um, you know, it didn't really sink in for me at first because it was so, I mean, there was that kind of like meandering um, you know, synthesizer bit at the beginning. It takes a long time to get yeah. to get started. Um, yeah, I, then, think it's about, I think it's about two minutes or something before yeah. we actually start singing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah. then his, his voice is so quiet and, you know, he's he's singing in that falsetto and so it's, it can be difficult to um, to you know tell what what he's saying, um, but the but the lyrics I think are are very sophisticated. Um, the you know like we mentioned, there's something something poetic about the structure. Um, there's uh, a lot of you know interesting wordplay. Even just the even just the title, condition of the heart, is obviously you know both a reference to kind of the heart in the romantic sense and the heart in the physiological <laughs> sense. Um, yeah. And, and, but so, and it's the chorus, the, the chorus is when it, I think it cuts through and it grabs you, but, but everything yeah. else about this song, you sort of have to pay attention to it. You can't, it, it's not really for casual listening. Of course, the, you know, the chorus, which has like, you know, a, a number of kind of like double tracks, triple track princes kind of singing all the lyrics with him. And that kind of what really kind of lets you hear it, which is where he's just thinking about you driving me crazy. My friends say it's all a phase, which is a, a kind of very weird kind of like internal power rhyme there between mm-hmm. crazy and phase. And he goes, but every day is a yellow day and I'm blinded by the daisies in your yard. <laughs> and, and, I, and again, yard and day, that's, that's another kind of, there, there aren't a lot of kind of rhymes within this, um, you know, within this song anyway, because, you know, it just feels like words kind of tumbling out of Prince mm. with each of the choruses. But in the, you know, in, in the verses, should I say, but in the chorus, he does actually go for these kind of those, those odd rhymes. And um, like you say, yeah, you know, the falsetto and it's very quiet and it, you kind of you have to pay attention to what he's saying. Um, and then when he does the third chorus, he he starts kind of, um, he, you know, he's in the falsetto, but then he starts kind of talking but kind of singing. So when he says, you know, there was a woman in the ghetto who made funny faces just like Clara Bow. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, obviously uh, Clara Bow was the it girl. And mm. then he's like, how was I to know? And it's it's just kind of like, again, it's these odd rhymes. And it's like that she would wear the same cologne, um, you know, which isn't quite a rhyme. But again, then it's like, as you giggle and do the same. You're right. And then he says, and when he goes, that giggle that you do. And it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, and then he's talking about how I would act a fool. And then, of course, you know, the fool with the condition of the heart. So and that third verse, it actually has him as the as the narrator, as the person, you know, talking about this mm. woman. Whereas the first two uh, verses are not told from, you know, his point of view. They're, they're almost like um, third person. Right. And, you know, so so he's he's actually for that third verse where he's talking about the giggle and the cologne. And, you know, it's, he's actually in the song. Um, as that person and then of course when he delivers the chorus it feels like he's delivering it to that woman uh, whereas the you know the f- chorus the first time round just feels like a chorus 
Um, so it's kind of like an interesting change for that second time through with the chorus. Yeah, something about that 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 third verse is um, has has really stuck with me. Uh, it, I I think. It, like when you were just reading it, it made me think about there's a sense that we're, we can't quite predict at any given moment where it's going. You know, so there was a woman from the ghetto who made funny faces. You know, it's like he's he's kind of like unveiling the situation in a in a in an interesting way that kind of leads you, you know, line by line. You you kind of see more. It's difficult to most pop music. You can kind of you get a gist and you can tell what's going to happen next you know that's very formulaic and this yeah. song is um it's 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 less predictable than that and something about the the imagery you know clara bow and the and the 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 cologne is such a is such an oddly specific thing to associate somebody with um it's, yeah it's it's almost it's it's really literary cologne is mostly worn by men so mm. the idea that this woman would wear the same <laughs> cologne as as this you know so it's again it's it, you when you think about the lyrics you're like well that's an odd thing for him to say about this woman from you know from the ghetto again <laughs> again such a kind of odd uh, odd way to just describe this person. Uh, and, it, you know, um, something else that's quite interesting, you know, no names, you know, in a lot of the other songs that he does where he talks about a specific person, you know, he will occasionally use names. And on this, it's always just a description of where they're from, uh, you know, which goes from being Paris, you know, obviously seen as very kind of romantic to London, mm. which I'm guessing in the 80s, not quite as romantic. <laughs> uh, and then finally bringing it back to the ghetto. And obviously you feel like the character that, you know, that Prince is. He's not going out, you know, he's not going out with the woman from Paris and he's not going out with the dame from London, but he definitely is going out with this woman from the <laughs> ghetto. And so it's kind of almost interesting that it makes it clear which of these women is 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 the one that Prince is going out with. And I just love the chorus. You know, it's one of my favorite kind of Prince choruses, the amount of production on it. Mm. You know, you have all the kind of the piano gets very loud and, you know, there's, a, there's so many voices and it kind of it just it thickens up so much straight away on the verses. And it's really kind of, you know, Prince delivering it passionately. And, um, you know, it's just kind of uh, the fact as well that it doesn't say condition of the heart in the, the chorus, but says it in the <laughs> verse again. It's just like such an interesting thing for Prince to do. Right. Um, and when we get to kind of like the end where Prince is. He's going back to the first few lines and when he says, you know, there was a girl and we have this echo of, you know, Prince kind of talking, you know, where, um, you know, he goes, whom he sent a letter to and he's the kind of the echo of whom he sent a letter to. And then, of course, he goes, hoping she would answer back. And it's kind of like, you know, then he goes, she never answered back. And now he's got a condition of the heart. And of course, you know, you have the kind of wasn't that a foolhardy notion kind of echoing while he's saying that. Mm. And I just think it's an interesting, you know, when especially how low he goes when he says condition of the heart <laughs> and kind of finishes the song with that kind of, you know, a, a kind of a bit of piano at the end there as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about it that feels, um, you know, obviously with Prince, it's it's impossible to, <laughs> to say anything for sure. But there's something about it that feels uh, more personal than you would expect. Um, there's just, the, you know, the reference to... Uh, the real Prince. So like, even though he's not using his name there, he's kind of like playing with the fact that his name is Prince. You know, she left this character for a real Prince who, the, where that's their title yeah. and not just their name. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, the drop into his, into his spoken voice. Um, I, I don't know if this is actually something that he went through or if it's something that he wants to suggest that he went through, but, but there's, there's certainly a, yeah. 
there's a there's a sense in the way it's being presented that you're supposed to feel like this is personal to him i think it doesn't really fit with the the kind of the rest of the album either you know Mm. obviously you know the rest of the album is very kind of like hippie-ish uh you know the last two songs are very kind of dramatic um and then there's this kind of very uh one might say melodramatic kind of ballad in the middle of it all and it doesn't really sound like what the rest of the album is um, you know, and October 1984, you know, when he was recording this, this was, you know, straight after Purple Rain. And, you know, that was still riding high. There were still singles being released off it. Um, you know, but Prince obviously had already started recording all of Around the World in the Day. <laughs> and, you know, so obviously he'd kind of moved on a bit. And it, this feels like, um, you know, a little bit like, um, you know, the Beautiful Ones um, mm. on uh, on Purple Rain. But it, it doesn't feel like the same because there's no, you know, there's it sounds like a real piano i don't know if it is but you know to me to my ear it certainly sounds like he's using a real piano rather than using synthesizers yeah and i feel like if he'd have done this song you know a year earlier in like 83 it probably would have been a whole lot of synths and synth strings kind of (laughs) swabbed all over it but at this particular point you know the fact that prince has decided it's going to be you know a piano driven ballad Again, it feels like something that's just kind of Prince trying something slightly different from the rest of the album. Yeah, and you know that's that's interesting because like with his with his next album, Parade, I feel like that that is a record with a much more organic sound than than certainly yeah. he'd had in, in Purple Rain. So maybe this is kind of he's this is the start of him transitioning to more uh live instrumentation less less synthesizers i mean obviously you know with around the world and day and obviously you know from the end of purple rain he'd started to incorporate the use of you know other members and all of you know although prince is the only person on this track it's credited to prince and revolution so you know there there is the band is is obviously influencing him more and yeah by the time you get to parade there is a lot more kind of real instruments that are being used and you know the addition of eric leeds and atlanta bliss obviously that changes a lot of things for the rest of the 80s basically mm. um you know and obviously eric leeds is with him for a you know a long time after the 80s so <laughs> um you know it's it, that that influence of live instruments does start to kind of seep in and i think this is kind of one of the earliest times where you can really hear it uh you know particularly with the piano now i would say out of five i give it a four and only because it's really hard to hear what he's singing to the person <laughs> i mean that i love his falsetto but sometimes when it gets so breathy you can't understand what he's saying you just want him to go, Prince. Can you just give me a few a few words just so I can make out what's going on? Uh, but I think it, it, it you know it rewards further listening, basically. Um, right. I, yeah, I have to give it a. I I I agree with you, and, and and in fact, when I like I said, it took me it took me a while to to really get into this song. Um, I have to give it a, a totally subjective, sentimental five, though, just because I think. <laughs> The highs are so high that chorus is so gorgeous. And um, I think I've told this story elsewhere, but I kind of, I've like sort of fell in love with this song after I went through a breakup and it just like wrecked me. And so, you know, like for, for personal reasons, I, I, this is, this is still a, a, a just, it's a, an amazing song. There is a, a really good cover that I quite enjoyed by Susanna and the magical orchestra. And she has a very kind of, uh, I'd say her, her natural voice is in the range of Prince's falsetto. So actually, it's a little easier to make out what she's singing about. Uh, and I think she is a pianist by trade anyway. So, you know, the piano sounds really good. She doesn't go for the kind of sweeping dramatic choruses, though. She kind of keeps it a little bit more low key. Mm. Um, and in places, it kind of almost sounds like, um, you know, like a baby talk 
the way she sings, I feel, to me. I mean, that's that's how it sounds to me. Um, and one of the earliest times that I saw this uh, version, you know, a version of this song was on the 1988, uh, you know, Love Sexy Live uh, VHSs that I, that I own. And there's a medley that Prince plays and Condition of the Heart is part of that medley. Um, and, you know, just him at the piano um, with with this kind of, you know, extremely... I mean, <laughs> the crowd in Germany that are there, you know, they they really get into this piano medley that Prince does, which starts out with, you know, when, when two are in love and then kind of segues a little bit into uh, Venus de Milo. And then there's a very brief kind of snippet of Starfish and Coffee and then he does like 30 seconds of Raspberry Beret with a little bit of kind of crowd interaction um, <laughs> before he then kind of goes into Condition of the Heart. And that's really the only one that he kind of plays. He plays a kind of a, a healthy chunk of it. And then uh, when that finishes, it goes into Strange Relationship um, mm. before kind of, you know, Prince has a, some fun with with the uh, the audience doing some kind of like weird little polka thing that he does um and then and as he does it the crowd are very enthusiastic and he stops and he's like no i'm not going to do that um and and so but yeah you know that's that's kind of like the first time i remember seeing it and when i heard the song um i was like particularly the live version kind of blew me away a little and then when i heard the studio version i was a little kind of disappointed because yeah, it, yeah. It, it kind of isn't as kind of it you know kind of spontaneous and and heartfelt, it feels a bit more produced. Mm. But, you know, that's what happens with studio version. Uh, but, you know, if, if you can find it on the internet, uh, I suggest uh, I suggest that you find it and watch it because it's, it's a really fun kind of medley just to show Prince sitting at a piano and just kind of, you know, having these, I don't know, what is it, it was like 12,000, you know, Prince fans in the palm <laughs> of his hand, you know, with nothing more than a piano and a microphone. Um, and, and this 30-year-old Prince sitting there with a very, a very kind of elaborate coat as well that he's got on with this kind of, really kind of nice pattern on it and stuff so uh, but yeah it's worth seeking out uh, if you can um so i don't think there's anything else to say about condition of the heart uh so let's go to plugs uh if anything you wish to plug sure so i have um my my own uh track by track prince project is a blog and it's um for better or for worse going to be going on a lot longer than darren's because i i have I have time management problems that, that Darren appears <laughs> appears not to have. Uh, but you can check it out. I'm in, um, at the time of recording this, I'm somewhere toward the end of Dirty Mind. So it's a good time to hop on board. It's called Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. And it's at princesongs.org. Uh, I also, that also has a podcast attached to it, which is also called Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. That is not track by track, uh, but it's just like conversations about prints with various uh, smart people that I that I come across, uh, and then um, if you want to just see me, uh, this is much my my content here is is much less uh, interesting than what I just mentioned. But I am also on Twitter uh, at zc hoskins z c h o s k i n s, and you can find us at Prince Track by Track uh, on Facebook or Prince Podcast on Twitter or Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Should you wish to email us. Not sure why you would. Otherwise, thanks for being my guest here today, Zachary. Thank you for having me. And goodbye.
Love is more important than sex. Now I understand. I have to go now. I don't know when I'll return. 